When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, friends. This is Chris Evans here. Thank you for downloading this week's podcast of The Best of the Breakfast Show with Sky from Virgin Radio. On the way, would he lie to us? Of course not. Comedy powerhouse David Mitchell turns the pages of his brand new book, Dishonesty is the Second Best Policy. The baking brilliance of Mary Berry discussing her new BBC Two show and cookbook of the same name, Simple Comforts. Acting superstar and all-round great bloke Ben Miller leaves through his third kids' adventure novel, The Day I Fell Into a Fairy Tale. And culinary cutie James Martin tells us all about the return of his legendary Saturday morning ITV cooking show. All of that and loads more still to come. Now, Dapper Dave, tell us who's first. He's fast becoming a national treasure and for very good reason. His latest book, Dishonesty is the Second Best Policy, is out now and here to tell us all about it is a man that peeps shows us exactly what he's made of time and time again. It's the impeccable wit and wisdom of David Mitchell. Morning, David. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to talk about your book and thank you for bringing your book in. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I wondered if, because sometimes when publishers say they're going to send books, it doesn't work out, even when there isn't a pandemic. Yeah, but showbiz is crazy. Here's how crazy showbiz is, and we know this anyway. And it's one of the reasons we love it, okay? Showbiz John said to me, he said, okay, we've tried to get the book. Um, They've not arrived yet. Uh, They might be, you might get a copy or three copies of the book before you leave the studio today. That was yesterday. Mm -hmm. So we're leaving at 10 o'clock. But then I'm in the building till 12 yesterday, and they still haven't arrived. I'm thinking, that's a shame, because I always want to do my homework, and I don't want to let you down. I want to give you the interview you deserve. I want to know about your work. It's very important. And then um, they didn't arrive, so then I had to go home because I live miles away and I have a family and a life. There yeah. you are. There's all yeah. that going you can't on too. Hang around waiting for I three know. of my books to be delivered. Just <laughs> books. Yeah. And, uh, and then I get home, and they said, "Well, hopefully we'll get you a PDF." Uh, I didn't get the PDF. Fastest, you did get the PDF. I did get the PDF. Okay, mm-hmm. hang on a second. There's a story there as well. Mm-hmm. So then, um, I've just been briefed, like a minute ago before you walked in yeah. and Dapper Dave says oh well the book has been available um, in hardback uh, for a while it's imba- well you mean I could have gone and bought it why didn't you just tell me <laughs> but Sherbys is having oh you can't I, w- I, w- I went to the bookshop yesterday and bought a Jimi Hendrix autobiography in Marlowe I couldn't have bought your book then I just didn't why didn't they say it's out now I thought the reason we couldn't get it is because it was like you know Trump was in it you were going to get assassinated or you know th- this is like the first reading of it it's been out forever why, yeah, no, didn't, they, why a- didn't they just say that I would go and buy it from a shop and this is, is this whole process the reason I'm here is to try and get the message across that it is available and that message did not even get across to, to you how much is this process failing well I'll tell you what it's going to work after today David yeah. Mitchell is with us now his book is called Dishonesty is the Second Best Policy and Other Rules to Live By all taken from his observer columns from 2015 to 2019 the pick of the pile did you get to you, you part of the selection process David? I, I was the selection process <laughs> yeah that was not part of it I was I I ruled that selection process and uh, you know and I have written extra stuff to sort of tie them together and and the con- the glum conclusion I drew from re- <laughs> reading them all is that I'm my, my concern is yes. that after a long time of things getting better in Britain and, and Western for humans Europe, generally yeah, and for humans generally 
uh, we may have reached a tipping point where they're starting to get worse. So, we might have hit Britain might have hit the point where the, which the Ottoman Empire hit in the late 16th century, where it just starts to tip from getting better to getting worse. But you know, it's not all bad news because we, you know, things are basically, you know nicer in Britain now mm. than they have been for most humans in most societies for most of history. So it's not a it's quite a high bar to start declining from. But then it's but it's an inevitably a depressing moment to be alive when you start thinking, oh yeah, it was all good after the war, the welfare state, uh, life expectancy is going up, uh, there's more social mobility, that sort of thing. And then suddenly, oh no, hang on, the social mobility's gone, the divisions of society are increasing, the internet is allowing Vladimir Putin to sell lies across the whole of the rest of the world and oh yeah no oh, this is the worsening well, the in fact that was that was another possible title I thought but the publishers thought it would be a bit of a downer <laughs> well, the I worsening th- I think they, they were Potentially right. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, there have been sales before of the hardback, now, now the paperback. Yeah. But the disruption, you know, the, the politics of disruption, the tactics of disruption, which are very, very effective, isn't it? You know, there's this whole thing about this conversation going on in America at the moment about the fact from uh, commentators that Putin doesn't care. He doesn't want, he doesn't care if. Um, Trump wins or Biden wins. He doesn't care. He just wants to break the electoral process of the United States, of democracy, you know, and he wants it. it it's us next. And it's easier now and it's cheaper now. It's unbelievably cost effective to disrupt now because it costs yeah. nothing to press a button and you can literally detonate chaos. Yeah. I mean, yes, the, the internet is this brilliant. All you need is good broadband. And and you can potentially uh, make people doubt truth in time. And one, as I said, one of the things in my book is about the people who believe the world is flat, and it's very funny that people believe something so evidently disprovable. But at the same time, what isn't funny is that there's more and more of them thinking it, and people are, uh, are very susceptible to obvious nonsense because obvious nonsense has never been so packageable as truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's you know that's really depressing because we have got to kind of agree on we've got to agree on some institutions and if they say something is proved then we we all have to accept it because we can't we can't all make our own covid vaccine we have yeah. to accept that people who are trained and in authority are making and distributing that sort of thing if we lose all faith in that structure then you know we will just be grubbing around in the dirt david great to meet you i've actually sat next to you in several restaurants before um, not actually, actually at your table, you may have noticed that, but just, just especially around Belsize Park years and years ago, and you're always absolutely gorgeous to everybody. So uh, oh, lovely to well, meet lovely you. Lovely to meet you too. Thanks okay. for having me. Uh, this book is out now. You can go and buy it in shops. It's really easy to get a copy of this book. You just buy it, you can order it online. It will come to you because that's the, otherwise you wouldn't be here to sell it, which yeah, exactly. is there'd be I, no point. I promise you it is available even if I don't personally bring it. <laughs> Honesty is the second best policy by David Mitchell. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. She's not a very important person. She's a very important person. Her new book, Simple Comforts, goes beyond the buns and is out now with the TV show of the same name continuing on BBC Two this Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding for Her Royal Highness, the Queen of Kitchen. It's Mary Berry! Good morning, Mary! Good morning, Chris! How are you? Terrifically well. Your new show, it's fantastic. I mean, you've done warm and uh, enticing and eye candy telly before, but you're excelling yourself on this one, Mary. It looks like you had a great time. I did. We we, uh, recorded it before lockdown uh, in November and it was pretty wet. So, um, and um, on Wednesday it's Ireland 
and I can remember being very, very wet. But gosh, the hearts of the Irish are wonderful. Well, and Ireland's wonderful too, you know, and the Irish stew, and you went to see uh, the barrel maker, and then you also uh, got to taste some of what was in his barrels, and that certainly warmed you up quick enough, didn't it? Oh, it did, and I needed it by then. <laughs> you did. I mean, uh, you know, you are partial to a wee dram. Um, oh, yes, why and, not? At the end of the day. I know, and you talk about, you talk about a glass of wine on the show, you say, you know, more, more than just a small one at night time. You know, is there anything we need to worry about? How is the drinking going, Mary, here? Well, uh, I just have usually a glass of wine in the evening, just one, yeah. but I do enjoy it. You do, you do. So we kick off, uh, I, I re-watched all the shows last night, so uh, France, then on the Thames, near you, and then in London, and then uh, and we're looking forward to Ireland this Wednesday. If you, if you could take one recipe one dish from the whole of this new series which one would you take with you somewhere else um which one would i take um i think i'd do any of the um one pot ones because i like to have uh you know not too much washing up and um i i like uh i've got a lovely sausage one that uh, is everything in the in uh, one go in the oven with all the vegetables and potatoes and things, and then it, people, my, my lots just love pork sausages yeah. and uh, lots of vegetables. Uh, and I time it that you add them at different times and then bring the whole dish out steaming, and it's really good. Yeah, the one pot, one stop sh- cooking shop is fantastic, isn't it? It is because you it get it, and every single recipe in, yeah. in this book for, for the first time for me um, is. Uh, has has got a picture, and that really does help people because you know if you look at the picture, you hope you get it exactly the same. Yeah, and there are some cracking pictures here. The the sort of squirrel. What are the squirrels of? Is it lasagna or spaghetti? That the, the, they're yes, oh, I've made oh. that that was uh, uh, lasagna, which I've soaked in. I rolled it round uh, filling. You know, I think people love pasta, and I think um, and, and you know the little pasta, the also salad, I love too. You've sent us a cake. How, first of all, how have you sent the thing you've sent? Well, I've got, um, as you know, I'm not in London, and uh, I've got uh, wonderful helpers, uh, home economists, and they were up early, and that's why they were delivering it. Okay. I think it was uh, Lisa delivered it this morning. Okay, and what, what are we, what are we going to be tempted by now? We can't resist this. I'm sorry. We, we have to, we have to indulge. It is a coffee and hazelnut praline cake, and it is <laughs> to die for. It's for a special occasion, and it it has hazelnuts in it, and on top it's got a lovely coffee icing, oh and then God. crushed praline on the top, oh. which is lovely and crunchy. Oh my goodness, that's so good! Oh my, Mary, what are you doing to us? Sorry. What are you doing to us? We've got to carry on with our Mondays after this. We're eating cake, right. We're eating cake at it. nine I mean, o'clock I know in the you're morning. Terribly early in the morning. You oh. need to be having something special. Mary, that's so nice. What What does one drink with coffee-flavoured anything? Do you think? Um, I think I would drink a cup of coffee with it actually, but many people would have a, a, a cup of tea if it's a huge celebration and friends are coming around and it's early evening. Uh, a glass of prosecco or something. By the way, beautiful book, Mary Berry, Simple Comforts, to go with the TV show. Whoever filmed the show, by the way, the colours on it are amazing. You look like 
yourself, you, you look like a sort of uh, glowing um, representation of optimism and, and, and warmth and goodliness. Um, well, I was wrapped up warm because Ireland is wonderful, but that was quite sort of blowy there. And mm. especially I went to the market, which is the best market that I, I've been to for years with knowledgeable people behind the counters. Yeah, but also you opened Tower Bridge. I did open Tarbridge. Now, that was exciting, <laughs> seeing the traffic all just, just stopping. A bit, just a and, bit. you know, I felt like, shall I let them go yeah. or shan't I let them go? Ooh, the power, Mary. This new show is what is wonderful. It's a bit of a travelogue. You, see, you seem to be having an even better time than you've had before, Mary. That comes across on screen. Why might that be, do you think? Um, as time goes by, I think one relaxes more, yeah. and I become. You know, I'm so interested in all the people that I meet and what they're doing, and I'm learning something. And usually, the people are passionate um, uh, about what they're doing, whether it's um, making balm brack in Ireland or. Um, uh, in Paris or what you know people are passionate about the skill that they've got and they often share it with me and I'm always so interested all right cottage pie with a bit of a kick that's in the book not cottage pie cottage pie with a bit cottage pie with a bit of a kick from Mary Berry uh, orange shortbread fingers uh, the list goes on for catch you with olives tomatoes and rosemary um, as ever, pleasure to speak to you, Mary. Um, when we heard you weren't coming in, we all went, oh, that means we won't get any food. But then you I said, wish I could, but <laughs> because I'm an, quite an old bag, really, they don't like me coming to London um, because I'm no, vulnerable. We... I don't feel vulnerable at all, yeah, but... but I'm being very careful. OK, quite right, too. Uh, Jeanette says, stop, you're making me want cake and I cannot be eating cake at this time of the morning. I'll cook anything Mary Berry tells me. The woman is a genius. She's tell me what next, Helen Dunmo, and I'm yours, Mary. Jan in Suffolk, please tell Mary Berry her new book, has been ordered. There you go. Uh, Mary, thank you so much. Much love to you right, um, and, and your twins and Natasha, everybody, right. and in the office. Uh, Mary, very simple comforts Wednesday. It's 8pm BBC Two. I candy like no other on your telly. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. If you like to kickstart your weekend with a sizzling slice of Super Chef, then look no further. The tasty James Martin Saturday morning is on ITV every Saturday morning. And here to tell us more is the host with the most from a slice of toast to full-on roasts. It's James Martin. Very good. Very good, David. Good morning, James. Good morning, stranger. How are you? I know. It's been too long, hasn't it? Yeah, it's all been a bit surreal. Oh, still is a bit surreal, isn't it, really? But good to speak to you guys. Yeah, I, re- I actually really miss you, James. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I, I didn't... I've all, You know I love you, anyway. But I just didn't know that we, you know how deep the depth of my love had, has become. So uh, it's really lovely to talk <laughs> well, to you. I can't get you on a, a mobile phone anymore. You see, oh, so, no. That's a mobile, yeah, a mobile phone. Hey, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's uh, yeah, all slightly surreal. But um, yeah, working in the restaurant, so I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I've, funny enough, it's really weird. It's kind of my mates are saying it, you see me actually following back in love with food again. It's just um, it's slightly surreal, but yeah. it's. Um, Loving it, yeah. I think it's made it. us all sort of reframe our love and our, our love for our luck, actually, not only our jobs, but the, our love for how lucky we are and our appreciation for that. Um, James Martin, Saturday morning is back, back, back. It's been back for a couple of weeks now. On tomorrow's show, TV judge Rob Rinder. Is it all in the can, James? Is it all been done? Uh, yeah, yeah, that one's been done. That was done two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rob Rinder didn't want to leave, actually, so I loved it. Uh, took, a, took a packed lunch away uh, with him as well, but... Um, it's just slightly different. Obviously, you've got you know we've got we've got half the crew to make it now, mm. um, so we've had to do it slightly different. But I still think we stay get the same thing. Um, 
the chefs are still looking forward to it, and the chefs are still coming coming on the show, and it is what it is. But we, you know, everybody's spaced out for the protection of the crew and everybody else to, to make it all safe. But it's um, well, you've been there, you've you've been on it a few times, and it, it seems to work. And yeah, everybody's loving it. No, so, no, of course yeah. so. It didn't seem to work. It's a smash hit. You know, it's a smash hit. I, ITV um, said, "Will you do some more to James um, last year?" <laughs> and uh, he said, "Yeah." How many would you like? And they said, "As many as you'd like to give us." For how long? Yeah. For as long as you like. What, what do you mean? Three years, five years? No, no, James. Literally, for as long as you want to, forever. <laughs> that's his deal with ITV. That, that's how, that's how much it's kind of working, James. Well, it's 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 doing okay. I just it's doing okay because. I mean, I'm thankful for what I do. Like you said, you're thankful to have a job, but thankful for the people watching, you know, without the people watching and without the people who have supported me over the years. I've been cooking on TV nearly 28 years now. And um, I'm stood here at a place that you know and loved, you know, Chuton Glen, and we've talked about that, and you've, you've done your radio show here. I'm stood outside the restaurant, already started the day, you know, go back to my real job, you know, my proper job, um, which, which I fell in love with food. I fell in love with this job. I put an apron on when I was eight years old, and... And, you know, times have changed, things have changed and changing again, you know, with this 10, 10 o'clock curfew and restaurants having to adapt and hotels having to adapt. And so I'm sat here in meetings this morning about how we're going to do it and how is it going to work. And But it's it's been great. It's been a, it's been an amazing ride. And I want to thank thank your listeners and thank for the viewers for tuning in. And uh, without them, it's, you know, you've made all my dreams come true. It's amazing. Yeah, well, well done, pal, because uh, you, you are grateful for it and you, and you crack it on. You keep on turning up. You keep giving your best. And that's that's all, all we can do. Uh, for the first time, James is also hosting a live virtual cookery masterclass. Now, these have been going on <laughs> under lockdown and these are catching on. This is the, this is very much the future. These are these cook-alongs. Uh, well, you... yeah, because you're, you're into the music business as well. I mean, Live Nation, the big, big company, big, big, big response. They approached me and said, we think this will work. I went, really? Really? I said, well, we watched you do one with uh, Emily Attack and, and, and it kind of kind of worked. And it was, I just did it on a mobile phone, just a bit of fun. Um, I'd never done it before. And, and then all of a sudden I said, no, no, we'll do the whole big production and we'll do it, you know, properly. I went, all right, thanks. Uh, so so we, we, we they, they put the tickets online and I think there's about 5% of the tickets left. Um, it's It's the 3rd of October. Uh, it's it's literally live on a on a Saturday night, cooking along from my house, <laughs> beamed into your house and back again. Uh, and I send you the recipe, send you the list of ingredients, and we cook along. And hopefully by eight o'clock, you've got a meal for for four people at, at home, four or six people at home. Only so yeah. it's a good bit of fun and. Yeah, no, it is. But they're working. I mean, Alex, Alex Jones from the One Show. She, she, Alex did a cook along. You know, it, and Alex famously, and she won't mind me saying this, she can't cook for toffee. Uh, <laughs> but it was her cook along, and people loved it. So if you want to be part of this, jamesmartinchef.co.uk. Why wouldn't you want to be? That's a week tomorrow uh, from your house. Uh, by the way, if you ever want to help her for one of those, James, you know, you, you, you may not, I may not have a phone, but I'll, you just, I don't know, send a pigeon or something, and I'll be around. Right, we'll we'll, be do, we'll get shop. you involved in the next one if, if this one, this. this works we'll get involved in the next Don't one deal, but it, mate. it's quite fun uh, i've got to play this this happened on your show that's going to be broadcast tomorrow this is this is <laughs> have you heard about it <laughs> this, okay this is you right Can you, do you, you cook you're cooking john dory tomorrow on the show aren't you i think you are I, yeah i can't remember yeah you tomorrow we have a john dory dish on your show you're cooking it right. and this is you for this and we haven't edited this this is you reacting to something that's going on on your show tomorrow here we go listen to this what the heck is that about? Uh, I, uh, you make the, as a farmer, we, you know, when... <laughs> <laughs>
that's a call. That's a call to arms. When you, when you, farmers will understand. <laughs> oh, but you're not in a. You know, I know you do. Fi- you do films on your show when you're with farmers in fields and you're with suppliers. You got great people on your show. Of course, you have. Uh, you were taken on a food uh, tour of Lancashire, the birthplace of the Michelin star chef uh, Lisa Goodwin Allen. Uh, you get taken on these these tours. These films. but this is you in your kitchen at home whilst cooking John Dory. One more time, everyone. Listen to this. Mm. James, seriously. Yeah, there's websites for stuff like that. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. I said if, if people are watching tomorrow, watching your show tomorrow, and they wander out of the room and they just hear what's going on, they're going to think somebody's changed the channel. Changed the channel. I think I think it's probably a mixed martial arts UFC kind of channel. But Fassus was thinking I, of another I think one. I think you made me to think. Yeah. Ah, James, I love you. Nice to talk to you. Give my love to Louise. I miss, we miss you guys big time. All right, pal. I will be in at Christmas. No problem. All right, ta mate. Well done. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. We've heard from some undeniably top-draw guests already, but there's still so much more to come. The inimitable force of nature that is Wim, the Iceman Hoff, takes us through his inspirational new book, The Wim Hof Method, the must-buy book of the year. Skin from Skunk and Nancy shares stories from her gritty and raw autobiography, It Takes Blood and Guts. Acting royalty Sue Johnston discusses the perfectly blended cup that is the 30th annual Macmillan Coffee Morning. And the brains behind Bosch, Henry Firth and Ian Theesby tell us about their latest plant-based cookbook, Speedy. Bosch. All of that and more still to come, so let's get right back to the action. Dapper Dave, who's next? He's conquered the comedy world, made the movies his own, and now has the literati lapping it up. And here, to leaf through the fantastical pages of his new children's novel, How I Fell Into a Fairy Tale, is a man that fell out of a talent tree and walloped every branch on the way down. It's the brilliant Ben Miller! Yeah! <laughs> that is the best introduction <laughs> ever. Ever. That's fantastic. Is that your own? That's your own work? That's my, yes. Yes. That's well, really, a, really excellent one. I'm a fan. And he's yeah. good, isn't he? Yeah. He's, and also, you know, he's an actor. Are you? Dave's an yes. actor. Oh, and of what flavour? Sort of uh, stage, uh, comedy <laughs> and film? Com- com- TV, comedies and adverts, oh. essentially. Oh, not the not, best. Do you say essentially or potentially? Essentially. Yeah, not potentially, because you've, so you've done I've done a few, loads. yeah, yeah. So he, yeah you you did a really big one. Was it Highland Spring? Uh, yeah, I've d- Highland Springwater. Uh, Highland Springwater, he played yeah. this like James Bond character, Ooh, yeah. jumping off trains and jumping things off trains. up in Scotland. Yeah, the proper, the proper. He had a Winnebago and everything. Oh, I did. How? Christmas one as well this year, by the way, guys. Well, hang yeah. on a minute. Can't, can't tell you what. <laughs> no, all right, okay. I can't tell you what it's ben, for yet. But... Ben, I know this is your interview. <laughs> right. 
And I can only apologise because Dave's on the show every day and you're hardly on it at all because you're a guest. Um, and that's how shows work like this. But yeah. Dave went away to film and he had to have this big COVID compliance regime for a while. You were tested and different things. Yeah. And then he said, I'm going to, I'm off next week because I'm going to film in Europe. And I said, what are you filming? And he couldn't tell us and he wouldn't tell us. And I don't understand why. Is it, was it for an advert? Can you say that much? It's for an advert. Um, it's for a very, very, very famous brand. What? The John Lewis ad- Christmas advert? No, no, it's a Christmas advert, but it's not that one. Marks uh, and Spencer's. Don't, I, 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 can't, I can't even Am if I you... Am I allowed s- to say? A major supermarket. Do you know? Yeah. Do you? How do you know? Because you told me, but you said not to say. <laughs> oh, hang on. Mi- <laughs> Mira is also telling us that you, that you told her, and you actually signed an NDA, so you have broken <gasps> yeah. the terms of that NDA, so they can sue you now. They actually phoned me up and said, we know who you work with, don't tell him. <laughs> now, I don't, Ben, I don't understand that, because I get NDAs, and I get the fact they want to spring this ad on people and go, look how great is our ad. But, you know, if it's an advert. It's, to, it's mm. to promote something. So if I start talking about whatever that is, you know, weeks before... You'd think that would help, wouldn't you? Well, it's free. It's free. It's free advertising. It. But they're so it. important, the Christmas adverts, they can't. You know, it's a huge deal. And, yeah. I, and we know that's what it is, right? It's a Christmas It's a Christmas advert. Yeah. So you've already told us much more than you ever did before. So how... How, how come you're a little bit more loose with the truth? I don't know. I feel like maybe because it's getting closer to Christmas, they wouldn't mind as much. Yeah. Let's face it, they're not going to pull the ad, are they? No. You tell us now. I hope they not, because they haven't paid me yet. <laughs> but also, if they, do, if they do take legal action, I mean... We were hearing this morning in the news that the courts are going through, they've got a terrible backlog, so you're not going to be banged up for at least 10 years. <laughs> oh, good! So you should get the kids to junior school. Shall I just say it then? No! <laughs> yes! 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 No! And as you say no, I'm saying yes! No! Yes, yes. Anyway, Ben's got a new book out. Yay! It's his third children's book. And guess what? People who work on the show have read it and they love it. I was supposed to read it yesterday, but to be honest, um, cheeky, naughty Margarita Mira, our exec producer, took me out and got me drunk. Oh, How heavens. very dare she? Well, you know, that's a, that's, that's a, uh, that's a fairy tale outcome in its own, oh, of its own, isn't now it? That's you a know. nice segue. Um, <laughs> the title <laughs> of Ben's new book, Vassos, is... The Day I Fell Into a Fairy Tale. Great title. Such a good title. You were saying your son quite liked the title. I think he was most excited by the title of the book. Yes. And then when he started reading it, he could really relate to the main character because her big brother had just gone off to secondary school so couldn't play with her anymore. And that's just what's happened in our lives. That's right, because in the story, the main character, Lana, basically, her brother is now, he's he's got homework now in the evenings and he doesn't want to play games with her. And she discovers that the lo- this mysterious local supermarket appears on the village green. It's called Grimm's. And when she goes in there, she discovers there's a trapdoor in the pick and mix that leads to the land of fairy tales. And, of course, there's a wicked witch in there. And she needs her brother's help to defeat the wicked witch. So he comes through with her into the land of fairy tales and they... They basically win the day together and then live happily ever after. How do you make it a witch wicked enough for a fairy tale? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because uh, fairy tales can be, um, you know, they can be scary. And uh, what I try and do is I try and have the uh, ha- try and have all the scariness of the fairy tale, but kind of let the kids down with um, try and make it funny. Try and uh, sort of you know hold their hand as they go through the story because. Why, why I wanted to do something about fairy tales was I found one of my old Ladybird books from when I was a kid, and it was a Ladybird version of um, Rumpelstiltskin. Do you know that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. story? My kids didn't know the story. 
And I was really, really shocked because I, I read to them a lot, but they had no idea what the story of Rumpelstiltskin was. They loved it when I read it from the book. And I thought, I have to do something about the traditional fairy tales because they know the characters from Shrek or they've seen Puss in Boots, but they don't necessarily know the traditional stories. So I wanted to do something where Lana, you know, basically goes and discovers these amazing stories of Rumpelstiltskin and Sleeping Beauty and... You know, and also has a fantastic adventure, basically. Ben Miller's The Day I Fell Into a Fairy Tale is out next Thursday, but you can pre order it now, and people are. Okay, here we go. I've just ordered Ben's book from Amazon, ready for my son's birthday in November. Can't wait to read it with him. Dawn and Ellis in Southport. That's nice reading it with him. That's cool, yeah, isn't it? That's the best uh, my old daughter loves this book. This is why I love your show. She's read both of Ben's previous books, and we've just pre ordered this one based on him being on the show. My daughter's oh. name is Lana, too, says Marabella. Ooh, wow. So there you go. Uh, why are you going to Belgium? I'm going to do a series called Professor T. Uh, it's a sort of detective show, um, really, really interesting. So there's a kind of criminal psychologist set in Cambridge that, that I play this really very slightly quirky professor of criminology who helps the police solve these really intricate crimes. And so how can we, how can we get into Belgium then? Yes, that's a very good question. Well, the original series was Flemish. Right. So the filmmakers are all Belgian. They're all, um, they're all Flem. They're all Flem. <laughs> they're very Flemmy. Um, everyone in Belgium. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get up. The, uh, <laughs> you just did. I just did it. I just did it. I'm not uh, going to do it. It's too late. I, I re- redact. I retract. Um, everyone in Belgium is wonderful. And I'm going to go and film the interiors there. And then we're going to come to Cambridge and we're going to do all this beautiful Cambridge exteriors in December. Fantastic. And if you want any tips on. Uh, Cambridgeness. Um, this lady went to Cambridge. Ah, not just for the day. Apparently, for a whole three years. <laughs> and came away with something very special. Not only a degree, but a husband. Yes. That's the set, isn't it? That's the absolute set. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, tick. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. We've all heard of fast food, but what about fast veggies? Our next guest's new cookbook, Speedy Bosch, is out now. So if you fancy putting some tempo in your tempura, some pace in your pancakes, or making a vegetarian cowpat vassos, then listen up to the lads oh. from Bosch. It's Henry Firth and oh. Ian Seasby. That was a bit mean, wow. Dave. I, mean, I can't, I can't <laughs> disagree with you, but it was a bit, but it was a bit <laughs> <No>. mean. <laughs> So, uh, Henry Firth, Ian Thiesby, Speedy Bosch, Quick Easy, All Plants, the fifth book. How, how has it landed so far with those who you trust and know and love the opinions of? Or well, from? I mean, I think my mum and dad liked it, so that's a start. Mm. Uh, I think your mum and dad liked it too, which yes. is a good thing. Uh, by and large, people have been buying it, which is wicked as well. I'll tell you, we were very worried that um, it might not sell as well, because obviously we're in a weird time and everyone's books have come out all at the same time. So mm. we weren't sure, like... We're actually quite worried mm-hmm. about this new post-COVID world, but people have been buying it, and it has got into the Sunday Times chart. It's number four, which we're absolutely hyped about. So, um, yeah, we're, we're really happy with that. Well, good out. for you. And also, you know, in many ways, uh, things are thriving. Some things are thriving as opposed to just surviving. And people that have the time to cook, they've fallen back in love with cooking. Some people have, re- have discovered a talent they never knew or imagined they, they might have. And, you know, and a lot of it's been happening in the kitchen. So good for you guys. Well mm-hmm. done. Congratulations. You brought in a creation from the book. What have you brought in? Oh, my goodness. We have brought one of the most show-stopping desserts you've ever seen. It is our... Frying pan cookie. 
Ian, wow. tell them what time you were cooking last night. Uh, yeah, I was cooking last <laughs> night at around about 9.30. Henry had been finishing off a video, so I popped into the studio afterwards, cooked that up, and uh, if for those who of you who can't see it right now, it's literally a cookie the size of a frying pan. By the way, the kids are going to love this, aren't they? Oh, yes. yes. How big is the cookie? How big is your frying pan? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. think, I think we're going to need a bigger frying pan because you want a bigger <laughs> cookie. It's great. It's so simple, that, isn't it? Did you, yeah. could, did you come up with the idea of a, a cookie that fits the size of your frying pan? Yeah. Why has nobody thought of that before? <laughs> Oh, goodness knows. It's genius. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know where I think the idea came from, right? It was with our old housemate, Anna. Yeah. Um, oh, I miss Anna. She was a chef. She was a pastry chef back in the day. She was wicked. And she made like a Biscoff cookie inside a cookie covered in like Biscoff spread. Yeah. And, so that I'd, and, and it was in a giant baking tray. So that idea of a giant cookie just yeah. stuck with us. I'm loving your book, as always. I'm taking it straight home. And my wife, it, she's already texted saying, you better bring that book home. Yes, no, no, didn't care about me. <laughs> just get the book home. Just send the book home. Send it, send it ahead. Uh, but the last section, drinks. Again, here we go. Blueberry cheesecake <laughs> shake. Yes. This is vegan. Blueberry <clears throat> cheesecake shake. That's vegan. My body's a temple elixir. Okay, that's good. G&T spritz peanut ice coffee. <laughs> Rosé sangria, deep south dirty martini, margarita fizz. Come on, it's Thursday, but it suddenly feels like a Friday. Yep. De La Soul, um, Bloody Mary, uh, Bittersweet Peach Bellini, uh, PBJ Colada, Drunken Hot Chocolate. I mean, to be honest, don't get me wrong, loving your work as far as the food's concerned, the sweet and the savoury, but I'm just fast, I'm just fast tracking, if you don't mind, to, to chapter six. There, yeah. Do you know what? There's a funny story about this, isn't there? Do you remember that day? Which one? When we basically oh, yeah. drunk all of those drinks at the same time. You did yes. not. And we trust did. me, they do not go well together. <laughs> yeah. When you've got things, we had jam in there, the PBJ cocktail, and then yeah. you've got a margarita fizz, which is very acidic. Yeah. And then you've got the curly. blueberry cheesecake shake. Drinking all of that and having it all in your stomach. But the <laughs> yeah. drunken hot chocolate, again, it's vegan. Yes. Yeah. And Absolutely. so, because you can have your chocolate and, and stay plant based. And also, you can have your fun as well. We thought it was really important to include a drinks chapter because plant based food isn't just all about salads and like mung beans and tofu. No, it's, it's not. It's like, at all. you know, you can have a good time. So, we wanted to stick that good time in the back of the book. Now, what about uh, just for people who are thinking, well, chocolate, you know, milk chocolate, cheeses, you've got cheesecake, you've got other cheese recipes in here as well. Tell us about the advancement of vegan cheese because you cannot tell the difference. It, at all now between vegan cheese there's a great um, there's, a, there's a lady who makes cheese in America and she says uh, uh, I think her strap line is my cheese is nuts yes because oh, yeah, it is yeah. nuts yeah but is it's it also not, it's, it's not that's, nuts. that's good. Rich Roll's wife is it I right. forget her name correct yes okay. Julie yeah vegan cheese is so much better nowadays you know literally last night we were filming a vegan cheese taste test where we got all of the best vegan cheddars and we tasted them all to find the best one and there's a huge scale of difference between the worst and the best so there's really good out there but there's really bad out there as well so you've got to find the good ones okay uh, let's go savory again aubergine and lentil meatball pasta it looks like me it probably tastes like me you know you've got to be careful don't you because we we have we've got onto a bit of a roll at home uh with the um, sort of meat substitute burgers and sausages and things, which taste gorgeous, but they're still processed. Yeah. So mm. they're not really... They, they might not be that good for you still. In fact, yeah. they're almost certainly not that good for you still. So you're remaining vegan, but you're not really helping your, your microbiome or your immune system. So you got it. You got it's double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, it's okay to have those fake meats occasionally as a bit of a treat, as it as it would be if you were just eating yeah, like and a getting barbecue, a burger like, or a barbecue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On a sunny day. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. It is important to sort of be mindful of your nutrition, and the best way to do that is to sort of like use real ingredients. Yeah. So with those, like we sort of take, I think it's uh, lentils and take aubergines and baba ganoush and like clump 
little more together to make meatballs. And they have a fantastic mouthfeel and a really nice umami mouth kind of meatiness. <laughs> you love that. All about uh, mouthfeel. And also, any 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 recipe that has baba ganoush in it, because just why why don't you why don't we just all say baba ganoush a bit more? <laughs> baba ganoush you know, is a great word. If you're looking for a mantra, <laughs> yeah. baba ganoush, I am. Well done, you two. Well done, Masters. Thank you very much, Shani. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, it can't be easy sometimes. Bye bye. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. On this show, you often hear us doing things on a whim or on the hoof, but today we're doing things on a whim and on the hoff. His new book, The Wim Hof Method, is out today and here to improve our health and performance by freezing our bits and pieces off. Get ready for some ice ice, baby. It's Wim Hof. Morning, Wim. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, Wim. Ev. Now, I understand you've already had your ice bath this morning. Take us through that little regime of yours. Yes. Uh, it's just uh, every day, like uh, just before the coffee, I go into the ice bath. I'm cool, cool, cool. You know, when you go into the ice bath, you don't think of nothing. You are just there. Fast meditation. So this is like fast track meditation. Now, we've all been cold showering since we last talked to you. It has changed our lives. I try and explain how it does that, but I always fail miserably. Uh, please tell people now who are listening who don't cold shower in the morning how 30 seconds, beginning with 30 seconds, sticking with 30 seconds if it's all you can manage, but hopefully getting up to, to two minutes before you realise you've even done it. How does that make your day better? We are always wearing clothes, while the biggest organ of ours is our skin, and it has never been stimulated. Millions of uh, receptors are connected to the skin. And uh, if you go into the cold shower, you begin with 30 seconds, then a natural condition of your vascular system will awake. And with that, the energy streams to the uh, receptors on the skin are going to be stimulated and then the energy is going to flow. The blood is going to flow. The oxygen, nutrients, vitamins gets to the uh, billions of cells inside and you get more energy. And guess what? The stress, the stress of the heart, 20, 30 beats a minute uh, per minute, 24 hours is going down. That means a lot less stress in the life and a lot more energy just because of a cold shower. It's natural. It has changed my life, William. I've got to tell you. I mean, I've got a lot of friends who've given up things. They've given up various addictions. And um, that has obviously changed their lives for the better. And I've seen some friends of mine, you know, they've given up the booze, given up drugs, whatever it may have been. And their lives, their careers, their home life have literally uh, almost changed overnight. They've become stratospherically successful. I have to say, since I've been cold sharing, it has not had a dissimilar effect on me. So thank you. Right on, right on. Uh, everybody should know about this because it also boosts the immune system. Not a little bit, big time. Because the adrenaline shoots out through the body and resets the body. And our natural condition of our immune system is to defy viruses and vaccines and bacteria. That is the normal state. But we alienate it from our inner systems, disconnected. A cold shower a day 
keeps the doctor away. It really does. Now, this book we're talking about, Wim Hof, the Wim Hof Method is out now. Activate your potential, transcend your limits. It's not a big book. It's not a heavy book. It's not a confrontational book. It's 170-odd pages. Uh, ben Fogel says on the front cover, this book will change your life. It will change your life. There are three pillars to the Wim Hof Method. First of all, cold water therapy or cold therapy. Second of all, breathing. And third of all, your mind. So let's get on to breathing now, Wim, um, because what happens when you take a cold shower is <gasps> you see it's all about the breath first because if you can't think about it, you can't get there. The cold does that to you. But once, you, once you're acquainted with that and once you realise how good cold therapy for you is in the morning, in your own shower, it's great if you have a nice bath or you live in Norway or wherever the heck you live, but you can do it in your shower in in Southwark or, or in Southport or, or, or South Shields, anywhere you damn well like. But then there's the breathing, right, Wim? Tell us about the breathing. The breathing is the ability to change your biochemistry in the in the depth, and this was unknown in science. And we showed in the hospital by just breathing exercises, we were able to defy bacteria injected. That means through changing the biochemistry deeply within us through the breathing exercises. We are able to become, say, the alchemist. We are able to become connected with the immune system, endocrine system, far more than in science was thought possible. You better just do it once because feeling is understanding. Let the uh, uh, listener do it once and then you will be hooked. Get high on your own supply. And this is all true. We've all done it. It really works. So this is not meditation. It's a form of meditation. But if meditation scares you for whatever reason, you're wrong. It doesn't matter. Let's have that conversation another day. But this is much, much simpler. It's 30 to 40 breaths, three or four times with a few a few uh, a, a sort of um, elongated inhales. You hold your breath at different points. Well, I'm not going to tell you the exact method now. I want you to buy the book or you can go onto uh, Wim's website and you can read it for free. But this takes no time at all. It will change your life. Today. Uh, now, Vim, before you um, before you go, I'm hearing this breaking news from Hollywood, our second big Hollywood biopic news of the morning. They're making a movie about you. They've cast it. What's going on with this? Oh, yes. Next uh, next year, it's the official uh, release. Uh, uh, press release was about uh, two months ago. Yep. They are going to make a Hollywood film uh, with uh, uh, Joseph Fiennes and uh, who is it? Uh, Jeff Pope. He's a great uh, English writer. He's going to do this it's better than these Hollywood writers. I mean, these are real professionals, real actors with a real drive. They want to help me spread this message, this mission. And they are training like hell, like I, I always had to do within myself. Because the only person who I could trust in, uh, in the harsh nature, that was me and myself. So I was fully into myself. And this actor... Joseph Fine. Yeah, he's going to nail he's, it. He's into the training He's going to nail it, man. He's going to nail it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Vim, uh, thank you so much for being on the show once again. Uh, have a lovely day, my friend. All the love. All the love to you guys and all the success. I love him. Have a lot. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye. Uh, Wim Hof, the Wim Hof method. Activate your potential, transcend your limits. Um, I haven't said this this year, and if I have, forgive me, but I don't think I've said it. If you're going to buy one book this year, 
This is the book you buy. This is it. This is the one, my friends. This is the book of the year. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. She's got a voice that could lead a choir or strip paint off a wall, depending on what song you're listening to. Her autobiography, It Takes Blood and Guts, is out tomorrow. And here with tales of rock and roll hedonism just because it feels good is the incredible voice of Skunk and Nancy. It's Skin. Morning, Skin. <laughs> Hi, how are you guys? Oh, we that's a good one. I need to do that in my house. Yeah, uh, we're awesome. We're awesome. And by the way, you're not disappointing. You're in Ibiza, which is exactly the kind of place we want you to be in, Skin. I am, yeah. I'm looking out into the lovely valley right now. Skin, this book is amazing. It's an amazing read. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, tell us about Lucy O'Brien so people know who your co-author uh, is and how you yeah. met her and how long you've been friends together. We've been friends since, God, the, I think 1995. We were actually on the, um, we were doing this um, film called Strange Days. We were the band on stage in a huge Hollywood movie in Strange Days called Strange Days in New York with like Juliet Lewis and Ralph Fiennes. And she came out uh, via Vox magazine to interview us. And, um, yeah, so we just basically just, um, you know, we, we were in the movie. She hung out for like four. Those were the days when a journalist would get sent first-class flights to uh, go and <laughs> view a band for like four days. And uh, we've just been really good friends ever since, really. Um, yeah, she's um, been in my life since then, and we just hit it off, you know, magically. Yeah. And still continue that to this day. Well, well done to her as well. So it's four books in a book, or, or it's a book made up of four sort of mini-books, four mini-stories. Where do we start? Where do we dive in? Do we... Do we talk about the neo-Nazis that confronted you or are you confronted by when you went on tour with the Sex Pistols in Australia? Do we talk about seeing your own backyard set on fire on the, on the news during the Brixton riots? Do we talk about that? Uh, do we talk about uh, you, you're the last band of the 20th century to headline the stage at Glastonbury? Where do you want to go in, babe? <laughs> I like the beginning, you know, being a, being a Brixtoner, you know? It's like, that's, that's where I got the whole, that's where I got my attitude from, you know, on the streets of Brixton. Right, well, tell us about that. Tell us about, you know, a, a little bit about that, if you don't mind. So, you know, a backdrop, a musical backdrop, a domestic backdop, you say in your book, of Blondie, the Bay City Rollers, Bob Marley <laughs> and the Jackson 5, and then you join a rock band and start to knock it out of the park. I mean, none of that is predictable, Skin. You know, I'm not saying it's, it's no, not no, a good no, thing. You know, you know, I, I was I was kind of you know from a black community in Brixton, you know, in the early days, you know, and um, I, nobody handed me a guitar at eight or nine. Nobody played me Led Zeppelin at six six years old. You know, I had to kind of discover these things myself in a really roundabout way. So I mean, I'm, I imagine it's like a bit like a pinball, you know, where you just get knocked from side to side and eventually you win. But yeah, I remember seeing uh, Blondie. I used to love Top of the Pops, and I used to, Top of the Pops for me was like an entry into a complete different world because my world wasn't like that and I remember seeing Blondie um, on Top of the Pops and I, I think that was the first time I thought to myself okay yeah I want to do that I don't know how I'm going to do it but I, don't, I, would, I want to do that and it's weird because you know um, Bob Marley and, who was my Elvis really he was our god and, but he didn't want to make me do that with Blondie I, I think it's because she was just so cool and completely different than everything I knew Yeah, I, re- um, I so remember that her was, as well. that was my kind of beginning my beginning thing and you know the first rock song mm-hmm. I knew and absolutely loved was Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin because yeah. it was a theme tune to Top of the Pops. Yeah, you, <laughs> she's so right. You know, you, people forget that all the time. We were, we were brought up on Led Zeppelin even if we didn't know it. Even if we didn't know it. 
So, because there was, right? you, 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 there was music around, though, wasn't there? You, you know, um, your your relatives, your relations, your friends. That you know, they were fans of music. There's music in the house. Yeah, yeah. There's music everywhere. I mean, I my my granddad had a um, uh, a nightclub in the basement called Effa Effa Residential Club. So people like Bob Marley and Peter Tosh and Cassius Clay before he was Muhammad Ali used to go and hang out there. Um, and that was my earliest memories. Really, was like standing sitting on the top of the steps listening to ska music. And if you think about it, for me. When the specials and all those kind of bands came along, that was very familiar to me. And that was kind of my bridge, my link into the rock world, you know, into the specials and Pauline Black in a suit and all those all those guys. It was like white kids playing um, black music, like ska music, but with a twist and giving it politics and doing something else completely different to it. So um, that was my bridge. And then, you know, I discovered The Cure and Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, and that was it, really. Yeah, I mean, you say that was your bridge, but it's... It's a pretty explosive springboard, you know, to get from Scar to, to out and out. Because it's not, you know, your your Skunk and Nancy's music, you know, it is it is rock, it is up there, you know, there's 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 the ridiculous scales that you go, the range is unbelievable, then you, you know, you soft little you know, you got your breathy singing going on, you got your wailing, you got your screeching, you know. <laughs> I mean that is that is when did you realise you could because there's there's nothing of you, there never has been. You call you were called skinny at school, that's why you call skin, that's why you skunk and Nancy. Where did this massive voice come from? Um, gosh, I think, I don't know, it was just um, always there, you know. I think it was from the bands that I was really into and listening, trying to emulate Kurt Cobain and trying to emulate Raging Against Machine and Smashing Pumpkins and John Spencer Blues, you know, and all these American bands that I really, really loved. And I would just try it, and it would all sound a bit weird, but it just kind of worked, I guess. Um, just a lot, of, a lot of trial and error, a lot of trial and error, Chris, a lot of, like, just, just trying different things with my voice and, and, and having amazing producers that could uh, squeeze it out of me. And what about uh, that first gig with Edwin Starr? T- just t- where was that? How did it come about? I, I know what he said uh, was... after you left the stage. That's not really that important anymore. But w- what happened exactly? Well, yeah, that was our first ever gig. And if you imagine, you know, we were... I'd never been in a band properly before. And so we had lots of things going on. We had all... We thought, well, I've, when we record the demos, you know, we had all these, like, extra voices and extra sounds. We thought, we'll just put them on tape and then we'll just play along with them. But, you know, of course... It didn't sound that good. It was in Ealing Town Hall, actually. And uh, I remember coming off stage thinking, oh, it didn't sound good, quite good. But, you know, it's your first gig and, and, and you never learn anything by not trying it. You know, you've just yes. got to go out there and make all your mistakes in front of everybody and and learn really, really fast, as fast as you can. Uh, Skin, thank you so much uh, for coming on the My show. Pleasure. Congratulations. Please talk to us again soon. Um, it's a joy to have you on the programme. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Her book is out now. It takes blood and guts. My goodness me, what a read. What an inspiring read for anyone. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. Dave, Dave, over to you. She captivated us in the royal family and there's no way you'll want to miss what she's up to next. Macmillan's annual coffee morning is back and here to tell us all about it is the acting equivalent of a perfectly blended cup. Better latte than never. It's the wonderful Sue Johnston. Morning, Sue. How are you doing? Good morning. Hello, young man. How are you? Very well, very well. See, long time no speak. I know. I was working it out. And, you know, it's 36 years. Not since we last spoke. Not since we last spoke. <laughs> since we first met. Since we first met. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe's birthday. Absolutely. 100% That's true. Right. 
Uh, right, McMillan's, McMillan's 30th Coffee Morning. Let's get straight into uh, the skinny on this. It's very important. Right. Uh, first of all, what's going on with McMillan? Why did they need our help more now than ever? How did you get involved? Who made the call to you, by the way? Uh, get ready for a big client, big name drop on the way from Sue. And uh, what oh. have you done? So you, you lead the charge on this, Sue. Tell the story however you like. Okay, well... Um they called me and asked if I'd be interested in helping them or making these short films um, because they, what I didn't know is that they live up solely on donations from the public. They exist, Macmillan nurses, and they, um, so they, they're very dependent on their, on their fundraising. And the coffee mornings have always brought in a huge amount of their revenue. This year... Um, their revenue is down 71% because of COVID. Um, and also their need has grown. So as the donations have gone down, their need has increased mm. because so many people suffering from cancer have not been able to get into hospitals um, again because of the pandemic. And so they've found themselves in a very precarious position. Um, the coffee mornings have always been great, but of course now we're living under this sort of restricted entertainment side. So they've come up with new ideas. Anybody can come up with new ideas of how they can have their coffee mornings. In my sense, we're having it like sort of all afternoon <laughs> so people can come up and down the street as they like and join in as they like. We're making them baking um, in our community. That's what I'd love to encourage people to do. And even just sit and chat with a neighbour or a friend and make a small donation if you can. Yeah. Times are hard, we know, so it's it's going to be tough. And now last year, listen to this, last year yeah. the, the Macmillan Coffee Morning, and you may, you may have been to one, you may have held one, you may have passed one, you definitely will have heard of one. You think, that's nice, that's sweet. Do you know how much it made last year, the Macmillan Coffee Morning? £30 million. That's a, million. All those cups of coffee, they add up, and that's just amazing. And as you've said, <laughs> you know, public donations provide 98% of Macmillan's funding, and we've all been touched by cancer. We will all be touched by cancer. It's just an ongoing thing. You know, one in three of us will have it. 100% of us will know somebody uh, very close, very near and dear to us who's, who's yeah. probably got it at the moment. Um, and, of course, you, you have had your own experience of cancer. You have had your own experience of Macmillan nurses, haven't you, Sue? Oh yes, yeah. With um, with my dad, they they came in, but I think they they do so much more nowadays. Things that I didn't know. I mean, one Macmillan nurse for a family arranged a wedding. Somebody else got you know washing machine fixed. They would they actually go in and support the family in all ways. So they're not just a care a pair of loving hands. They're so much more than that. Really. A, very special, very special nurses. Now we've never had a Macmillan coffee morning um, in our household, but you know we're going to we're going to have one this year. We're going to do it. We're oh. absolutely going to do it. Now you can have them wherever you want. You can have them whenever they want. You know it's usually an yep. annual thing on a particular day, a particular week, particular month, particular year. Uh, yes. Well, every year. But you could you can now you know uh, basically you know fill your boots, do what you can, do do what you can when you can, as long as it's safe to do so. Um, it's fun. I think we're going to have a we're going to have a mushroom Macmillan coffee morning because you can get mushroom coffee now so we just thought we'd give it a bit of a twist a bit of a flick of the wrist what do you think oh that's a 
that's a yes. I'm not sure that I'm glad I'm not coming to yours. No, but, um... seriously, come on now, Sue. <laughs> I was I was going to have you as our guest of honour to to cut the virtual rip. Not anymore. Who should I get instead? I'll get um I'll get Ricky instead. He'll do it. Yeah, Ricky would love a mushroom coffee. I'm sure. Yeah. How are you? How how's your world? My world's okay. It's very quiet. All my work's postponed. Hopefully till next year. Um, it's all been a bit quiet <laughs> and a bit strange, like it has for everybody else. Um, some days I think I'm going up the pole, and other days I rather enjoy myself. Yeah. Um, the lockdown was hard, and it's hard for everyone. Um, I miss seeing my grandchildren, but now, I don't know, we have to keep, stay hopeful. Yeah. All of us must stay hopeful yeah. and uh, support each other. Yeah, you're right. And by the way, all the best people are at least halfway up the pole all the time. <laughs> it's good up this pole. <laughs> I can't wait to be up your pole with you again. Uh, we, we've done it before and there's no stopping us next time. See, I've got no idea what it will be, but it will happen. You're awesome, Sue. Thanks so much. Lots of love. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Please get involved. If you're waking up this morning thinking, I feel a bit down, I'm in the doldrums, I'm not sure uh, I've got a handle on this, well, organise a Macmillan Coffee morning and your mood will change instantly. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. Thank you so much for listening to this, the podcast of the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show. Don't forget you can subscribe and get it every week from wherever you get your podcast and you will never miss the weekly roundup of all the best bits from our Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Sky. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.